But I'm gonna build the house. I'm building my house in the name of Jesus. We started our series building the house of God. We're building the house. Tell somebody you help me build this house in the name of Jesus. Build your house for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your seats for a moment. Take your seats for a moment. In the name of Jesus. I Mother Ravon back at home. Amen. Mother Ravon is back at home. God bless. Amen. Yeah, come on, give God some praise. Come on. We need to praise God when we get good news. Amen. We've heard from across the waters. Ashley Strickland in South Korea. Doing well. There's a little message from her in your bulletin today. We praise God for her. Amen. Brother Mike Williams is in China. He's on his way back now. But uh, we praise God for him. And he, he, he looked well. He looked good. He sent some photos back. I said, keep sending pictures so that we know they haven't kept you over there. So, so we thank God. Thank God. Thank God for all that he is doing and all that he will do and all that he is yet doing. Anybody just glad to know Jesus? Anybody just got, hallelujah. Anybody just glad? Just so glad, just so glad. Thank God. We, 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 we praise God for allowing us just to stand before you one more time and we thank God for, for the maestro. We thank God for, for this anointed man of God. We thank God Hallelujah for blessing us over and over and over again. I thank God. Amen. 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 In this series, in this series that we're, we're embarking upon, and we talked about building the house, and we gave you the introduction on last week. And this is the first part of that house building. We talked about we needed plans. We needed some plans. We needed some intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayers as I talk it over with God and I stand in the gap and I not only stand in the gap But those things that would come against the people of God we, we 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 stand we stand against that So there are many things that will come against you There are many things that are happening spiritually and this thing is not about a fleshly fight, but it's a spiritual warfare Anybody know that it's a spiritual warfare? Anybody get up and just feel down for no reason in the name of Jesus and so it's a spiritual warfare. The things that are attacking your mind, your heart, your spirit, your intellect, all of those things, those things are happening right now. And so if you will go with me, go with me to the book of Ephesians. I need to deal with an intercessory prayer in the book of Ephesians. There are many intercessory prayers throughout the Bible. Throughout the Bible, you find Moses praying for Israel. When the people of God began to wayward and when they got to acting up and talking about God, talking against God, talking against Moses. Moses intervened on their behalf. And even all the way through New Testament, you find that there are intercessory prayers where Jesus was praying for the people and praying for his disciples. You find that even in the book of Daniel, Daniel talked about, he talked to God on behalf of the people 
trying to bring the people back on one accord with his holiness and righteousness. And then I find Paul, I find Paul in the book of Ephesians. The book of Ephesians, if you go with me, somewhere about the third chapter. We find him engaged in prayer. And I know that this is a pericope, which is just simply means it is a letter. It is a letter written to the church or the people of God at Ephesus. Understanding that the people at Ephesus were not Christians. They were not saved. They were not Jews. They were not. They were Gentiles. And we understand that Gentiles mean that they are without God. That they didn't know God. And that they didn't know anything about God. And, and they were just doing their own thing. Living their own kind of way. That's how a lot of people are today. I, I, I thank God because when I was doing my own thing. Living my own kind of way. God came and found me. God came and touched me. God ministered unto me. I'm glad, I'm glad that it was not just something that was just strictly for the people that grew up in church. I, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't just for, for, for the Jews, or, but I'm glad that God reached out to the Gentiles. And so in the name of Jesus, at the third ch chapter, and if you will drop down with me to about the 14th verse. In the 14th verse, reading from the New King James translation, and it says, it says, for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family, everybody say the whole family, in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with the might through his spirit hallelujah in the inner man that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you may be rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundant above what you ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever amen you may be seated in the name of Jesus intercessory prayer intercessory prayer I won't be before you long because this 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 if you haven't felt something already I I, I don't know what else we can do I but, but, but I know I need to preach a word here. I just need to lay a, 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 just a little bit of a foundation because if we're going to build the temple of God and if we're going to, to, to allow God to dwell in this temple that we call you and I, if, if God is going to take up residence there, we must lay a good foundation. Not only that, we must have a plan. I want you to go back and understand something that Paul was... Uh, teaching and preaching as he wrote this letter even though he was in prison at the time some say in Rome some say in Caesarea nevertheless that Paul was on lockdown but it didn't stop him 
from spreading the word. Tychius came and got letters and he sent letters to Colossae and to the Colossians. He sent letters to the Ephesians and all of the people around. Paul got busier even while he was in prison. He, some, somebody needs to understand that just because you have been temporarily halted, it doesn't stop your gift. It, it, it does not negate what God has placed in you. In fact, in fact, even though there might be physical barriers, God says you can get beyond physical barriers because I'm a God who is a spirit and they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. And so therefore, if you are in me and Christ is in, in you, then you need to understand that there is no barrier that can keep you from your mission, keep you from your appointment, that can keep you from the mission that God has set you on. Oh, there don't need to be a few people in here that understand that even though there's some blockers in your life, even though there are a few folk that will try to trip you up along the way, you need to understand that no weapon formed against you. Somebody needs to draw on some foundational scriptures every now and then. Listen, listen. Paul, Paul writes this letter to the uh, to the church at Ephesus, and as he writes to the, these Ephesians, and this prayer actually starts in verse one, <clears throat> and he, he's talking to them, and he says, "For this reason, Paul has gotten excited about." The revelation of God. Paul has gotten so so turned on to to the church that he says, "Listen, listen. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ. He, I, I want you to know that that. Wait a minute. My prison is not this jail cell that I'm in. I, but 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 I'm really caught up. I'm tangled up and tied up in Jesus. I, I, I'm really been captured by. In fact, you can't capture me when I'm already captured by God." He says, you need to understand something. He says, he says, if indeed, if indeed you have heard, heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, if you've heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, which was given to me for you. He says, listen, the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you. He says that the grace of God says that you can't buy this. You can't earn this. You can't work for this. But grace gives it automatically. In other words, there's nothing that you could do to get this status of where I am. There's nothing that you can do to get this love that God is giving to you because grace says you couldn't do anything to get it on your own. God graciously, God lovingly, God out of his kindness has bestowed his power and mercy upon you just because he's God. He says, I, I, you need to get something here. He says, made known to me the mystery and a lot of people get caught up on this this passage of scripture when he starts to talk about the mystery tell somebody it ain't really no mystery it's really not a mystery he, 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 they get caught up on this he said as I briefly written to you already which you have already read in, in the understanding my knowledge in the mystery of Christ he says in the mystery of Christ what is he talking about he says which other ages in other words, people before you didn't get it. There was a people around you. He says it was not made known to the sons of men. It's a mystery. In other words, he's saying that, that there was a time when you thought God was just for one person or one body of people. You thought that God was just, just uh, uh, 
with those folk and not with you. I don't know about you, but have you ever thought about that, that my life is so jacked up? There's no way that God could come and bless me. There's no way that he could heal me that, because I, I, I know what I am and I know that I'm without God. I, I dare say that there was a time in our lives when we felt outcast or I should say the people of the church made you feel outcast because you didn't wear a certain suit of clothes. You, you didn't live in a certain neighborhood or you didn't you didn't you didn't worship like they worship you didn't talk like they talk there were there were times when we were put on lockdown and thrown out because we weren't like everybody else hmm. and so paul says listen listen you need to understand something about the mystery of god understand about the mystery of christ as it has now been revealed, he says, as it now has been revealed by the spirit of his holy apostles or to his holy apostles and the prophets. Here it is that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs. On the surface, on the surface, you see, preacher. Not too many people get excited about that because they miss what he just said. Even the Ephesians themselves were in a quandary about what is about to happen. He says, wait a minute, let's go back again. He says, he says, as it has now been revealed by the spirit to his holy apostles and the prophets that the people without God, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs. You see, that, 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 that ought to get somebody excited because it tells you that even though you've been outcast, God has brought you back. Even though those look down on you, and there's a lot of folk in church that will tend to look down on you just because of where you sit, who you are, what you have, or the lack thereof. Folk will look down on you because of your inability, disability, or ability. The folk will put you out because they don't see you in the same vein that God sees you. But Paul says here, wait a minute, you need to understand something. The mystery of God is that he is no respecter of person, that he got everybody in his hand. He wants worshipers not only from the Hebrew nation, but from the Gentile nation, that people who have been put out, people who have been trampled upon, people who have been misused and abused, those who have been lost, those who are without God, those are the same folk who can be joint heirs to the throne. He said, the Gentiles should be fellow heirs. He said, it's been a mystery to those who came before you. They couldn't get this in the Old Testament. But through Jesus Christ, Christ came and he unionized it all. Oh my God. He says, he, let, me, let, me, let me tell you what he did here. He says, that the same body of the partakers of the promise in which Christ through the gospel. Wait a minute. We read those words as if they're just words on a, pray, a page. He says, 
listen, of the same body, we are partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. Well, let's break it down. It says that we can all be partakers, that we can all come to the table called grace and mercy. He says, of his promise in Christ, that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He that believeth on him shall be saved. That's the promise. That's the promise that, 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 that anybody that trusts him enough to give their lives over to him that they will have salvation that they will be delivered anybody anybody wait, did i say anybody i i, I really meant anybody i, I I'm, I'm talking about some dope dealers i i'm talking about that you ain't got to deal with dope just smoke the dope i'm talking about dope smokers i'm i'm talking about drinkers i'm talking about backbiters i'm talking about liars i i'm talking about fornicators i i'm talking about adulterers i i'm talking about folk that have been been, been the, the so-called scum of the earth oh I'm talking about the broken. I'm talking about the hawk. I'm talking about those who have been left and abandoned. I'm talking about those who are misused and confused. I, I'm talking about all of those people. He says you can be partakers. I don't know. I'm talking about the gluttonous folk. I, uh, hallelujah. I'm talking about folk who, are, who have been, 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 been murderers. I, I'm oh, hallelujah. No, you may not have pulled the trigger, but your tongue was just as sharp. I, your tongue brought down some folk. Your tongue had made some people give up. Your tongue was that thing that kept on wagging such that folk became discouraged. Ah. Uh, Oh, he says, I'm talking, he says, I, I, I got some people out there that if anybody would believe in Jesus Christ and that they would accept him as their personal savior, that they could be saved. He says, then he goes on, he says, that they can become partakers, that they are ones that can sit at the table as well. I don't know what your story is, but your story is not, not, not so different from anybody else's story. We were all backbiters and backsliders for the Bible tells me that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and so don't sit so high and mighty don't think that your that, that the seat that you sit on the pew is you are, is made of pure gold no 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 don't think that you are all of that because you and I came same from the same dust of the earth the same oh, the downtrodden we came from the same vessel he says he says listen and through the gospel he says yeah we got the promise through the gospel and if you understand the gospel the gospel is not just songs. The gospel is the death, burial, resurrection. Yet he rose again and he's coming back again. The gospel is the good news. The good news is that he didn't stay in the grave. The good news is 
that he's coming back again. The good news is that death had no power over him. The grave did not have the ability to contain him. The good news is that same spirit, that same Holy Ghost power, that same resurrection power dwells inside of each and every one of you as long as we continue to give God the praise. When we recognize that he is Lord, that he is God all by himself, when we recognize that he is God, and then he says, he says, if you, you get this through the gospel, he says, which I became a minister, and I, I, I didn't need to touch on this because I need to get to our core scripture. He says, now watch, he says, which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God, which was given to me by the effective working of his power. Listen. Somebody need to grab hold of that. Deacon, somebody need to get with, get with this one. He says, look, I became a minister. Let me break the words down. If we go back into the Greek, the Greek word minister, it means I became a servant. I became somebody that God could use. I became somebody that God could speak to and I would deliver the, the proper message. I became uh, uh, somebody that God could take my hands and use my hands and use the abilities that I have. I became somebody that God could use according to the gift of, of, of grace. In other words, the God, God gave me grace. I, 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 I'm just a vessel that God is channeling through. He says, according to the gift of grace. I begin, here's what I was able to achieve by the grace that God gave to me as a gift. I became a minister because of the gift of God. In other words, God had exalted me when I was down. God brought me up when I was lowly. God brought me in when I was out because of his grace. He allowed me to do some things that I was incapable of doing before. In other words, he allowed me to serve folk in spite of, regardless of who they were, in spite of where they came from. God called me to do something that nobody else could do. I'm trying to get to somebody in here and let you know, according to the grace that God has gifted you with, you ought to be doing something that God has called you to do in other words you ought to be no longer operating out of yourself but you ought to have some grace power you ought to have a gift from God that can't nobody else do can't nobody else work because you have been anointed for this special task you ought to be working your gift you ought to be taking your gift to a higher level if you got the gift of singing then you ought to sing like nobody else if you got the gift of prayer, then you ought to be praying all the time. If you, hallelujah. If God has given you a gift, a fresh anointing to lay hands, then you ought to be laying hands. And you ought to speak in tongues. You ought to be educating. You ought to be teaching. You ought to be writing songs. You ought to be writing books. You ought to be starting businesses. You ought to be raising up children. You ought to be gifting those around you. Because God gave you a gift that can't nobody else work but you because of the grace and favor. Listen, somebody didn't catch that part. Because grace comes with favor. Favor says that it ain't fair. Favor says that you start last but finish first. 
Favor says you were counted out, but you keep showing back up. Favor says you weren't supposed to amount to anything, but favor says you're going to take over everything. Favor says that you've been blessed by God. Favor says that nobody can come against you. Favor says they can talk all they want to. They can blow you up on Facebook. They can put you out on Twitter. But favor says it will be null and void and have none effect because you got the favor of God. Favor ain't never been fair because God will put you in the front when you're supposed to be in the back. Somebody else shout, I got favor. I, I see favor happen. I, I'm not supposed to be here today, but, but favor showed up. Hallelujah. Somebody broke my heart, but God mended it back together again. That's favor. Somebody left me beaten, battered, bruised, and abandoned, but favor showed up, and I can rise up again. Favor. Tell somebody I got favor. Folks looking at you strange and wondering how you getting along is it's is favor. Hallelujah. They're wondering how your bills getting paid is favor. Hallelujah. They know you got some health issues and some health problems. But you keep on smiling, keep on waving your hand. Tell somebody it's favor. 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 Hallelujah. Favor turns the tables upside down. Favor turns it all around. Favor, favor, favor comes in and says, listen, I can do the impossible. When everybody says give up, that's when I get going. Favor. He says, I'm working my gift by the grace of God. Tell somebody, work your gift. Work, work your gift. Hallelujah. How you stop being trifling about it? Yeah, some folks, you just got to tell, listen, God gave you favor. God gifted you with power. God has blessed you. You ought to be walking in that blessing. You ought to have a testimony. You ought to be telling folks, listen, you know what? I, I know what you're going through, but God can see you through here every step of the way. I, I, I've been there, done that. You've you got a story to tell. In fact, if you just put to pen to paper your story, it would be a bestseller if you just talked about the goodness of God, the glory of God, the power of God, the anointing of God, oh, the grace of God. Don't leave here without telling your story. Don't let some joker like me get up here and you stretched out in front of and somebody gonna say something about you. You ought to be telling your story. You ought to be telling the devil that he is a lie. You ought to be telling everybody, yes, he's a healer. Yes, God is my way maker. Yes, God is my burden bearer. Yes, God moves my mountains out of my... I don't have to wait for nobody else to tell my story. I can live my story every day of the week. Every day you got a story you got a story your children ought to be witnesses to the story 
of your glory. Your glory is your story. Your glory, let me say that again. Your story is your glory. And your glory is your story. And glory comes from God. And the story becomes a witness about what God has done in your life. Uh, you ought to tell your story. You ought to tell yourself, don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. According to the gift of grace of God, given me by, by the effective working of his power. The effective work, working of his power. Deacon, he's, he's saying, listen, God just keeps on working it out. And every time God does something, it has an effect. Hallelujah. God keeps on blessing. The effective working of his power. And, and, and he says, I don't want y'all to get it twisted. He says to me, he says, who am less than least of all the saints. I, he says, hey, I, I, listen, I'm not trying to say I'm all that. I'm less than least of all the saints. He says, but I want you to know, this grace was given. I, 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 I know you've read my resume. I, I know you know where I came from and all the things that I've done. I know that you know some stuff about me but but he says but this grace that was given he says i i you need to understand that i i i see myself as least of all the saints he says but that this grace was given that i should preach among the gentiles wait a minute he he took that which was least to do the greatest of the works uh, he, he took that which was least to come into a nation that didn't know god to introduce god he took the least and did much with because God specializes in that. In fact, one of your testimonies ought to be that God took the least. He took the worst in me, but he saw the best in me. He took the least of all the other saints. I, I wasn't qualified. I, I wasn't educated. I, I didn't have this. I didn't have that. I didn't have a pedigree that like everybody else in church. But I do know how to go out and spread the gospel. I do know how to be a witness for the Lord. I, I do know that I got a testimony. I do know that I've been touched by God. I do know that he's never left me nor forsaken me. I do know that God keeps on making a way for me. I do know that God keeps putting food on my table. I do know that God's got a roof over my head. I do know that he walks with me and talks with me. I do know that he drives my tears away. I do know that he is God and besides him there is none other. Yeah. I may not be qualified like you're qualified but I came up on the rough side of the mountain. And on the rough side of the mountain, that's when you learn how to pray. 
on the rough side of the mountain that's when you learn how to hold on on the rough side of the mountain that's when you give your all into faith and trust in God it's only on the rough side of the mountain no life ain't been smooth every step of the way but on the rough side I found that that God will be my help in the time of trouble he says, he says, he sent me to do something that was impossible. Nobody was preaching to the Gentiles because they didn't understand that God was the God of heaven and of earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Why shouldn't God belong to everybody? Hallelujah. And so in this intercessory prayer, he gets off track for a few moments and then he comes back. While he's talking to them, he says, he says, I want everybody to understand. He said that I should preach among the Gentiles and the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery. The fellowship, in other words, all of us coming together uh, from all walks of life. Not for us just to be caught up within these four walls by ourselves. No, 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 no. You, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't save this so the choir could sing your song. No, 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 no. He said, it's, it's much bigger than that. He said that the mystery which, which from the beginning of the ages had been hidden in God who created all three things through Jesus Christ to the intent now the manifold wisdom of God may be made known by the church to who? The principalities and the powers in heavenly places. He said even heaven didn't get this. That God is saying, I'm making, I'm making sure that all principalities, all forms of power, from, from the White House to your house. He says, I, I want you to understand that, that it's not about what they do or what they say. It's about what God says. <coughs> it's about what God says. He says, and even heaven needs to understand that God has got power to, to bring anybody and everybody into the fold. Hmm. So now he comes back at verse 14. He comes back to himself. He comes back to himself in this intercessory prayer. When you're in, when you're in a seat. And, and, and I want you to note a couple of points in this prayer. That this prayer ain't about physical things, but it's about spiritual. It's spiritual. Watch what he does with this prayer. He says, look, in verse 14, he said, he says, for this reason. He says, because you know that God saved you. Because you know that Jesus Christ died for you. His blood was shed for you. Because you know, you know that Christ fulfilled it all. That you don't have to be without God. God wants you. For this reason, I take up my position. He says, I bow my knees. When you're going to pray for somebody, when you want to deliver somebody, when you're going to deliver your house, you're going to deliver your children, you ought to take up a position of humbleness. 
You ought to take up a position of reverence that says, God, I'm reckoning, God, I'm I, I, I bow down because it's not by my strength that I stand, but I bow down to you and give glory over to you. He says, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth, everybody, everybody who's going to be called a Christian, the family of heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you. This is the prayer you ought to be praying for your children. This is the prayer you ought to pray for your household. This is the prayer you ought to pray for the people around you. This is the prayer. This is it right here. He says that, 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 that he would grant you according to the riches of what? His glory. That he would grant you according to the riches. Listen, listen, listen. Just lean over to somebody and say, listen, I pray. Tell somebody right now. I pray that he would grant you. Mm. According, according to the riches of his glory now wait a minute somebody just spoke on you the riches of God now, now wait a minute somebody just spoke somebody just spoke something in your life hallelujah and, and, and get this it's not a monetary thing that we're talking about we're talking about the riches of his glory and what has God got? God has got infinite glory. God has got everything. Somebody just spoke on you to tell you that I, I'm, I'm praying for you, that he grants you according to the riches of God's glory. In other words, the, you're getting ready to move to a whole nother level now because God's glory is without end. God's glory is, hallelujah. He says to be, watch this. He says to be strengthened with might through his spirit let me give you some glory let me give you the riches of his glory and contained within the riches of his glory there, 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 there's, there's, there's love there's grace there's mercy there's healing there's long suffering there's, there's, let me tell you about his glory there's the beauty of God the power of God the majesty of God this is, you're going to get all of that and I want you also to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. In the inner man. Yes, yes, yes. We're not, tell somebody this ain't physical. What we're talking about, I want you to be strengthened in your inner man. Because I found out the problem with you is not with your outside or your physical appearance. I, I, I found out it's not about your, 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 your body. I'm not, I found out it's not about how far you can run, leap, or jump. I, I found out it's not about any of those things. The problem with you is your inner man. Wait a minute. Let me make, let me make it a little more plain, plain here. Let, 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 he, says, he says inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Let me talk about your inner man and your heart. See, because we look at that word heart and we always think about some, something, a muscle pumping blood. No, no, no. He says, I need, he says, first of all, I need to get to your inner man to strengthen that. And then I need to get to, I need to Christ in your heart. He says, because it's, it's, it's your physical versus your inner being. It's your outer being versus your inner being. Hallelujah. It's not your outer being that has an effect on your inner being but your inner being 
often has an effect on your outer being. Listen, listen, listen. I can prove the fact here because in our outer being, we can ritualistically go to church every Sunday and we sit in the pew, we wave our hands, we, and we, 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 we do all the demonstrations of things of people that look like they all up into church. We can, we, we can do all of that. We can fake the funk. We can, yeah, we can do that. We can fake it. But faking it does not do anything for your inner being. And so he says here, the problem is I want your inner being to be strengthened. Watch this. When, when, when people say that, that my heart's been broken, what, what's happening? They're talking about something on the inside. It's not that muscle has been broken by my heart. Something, and if on the inside, your inner being has been broken, if your heart has been damaged, if your heart is going through, and all of these things, it has an effect on your outward being. Your countenance change. You, 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 you don't, you're not happy about anything because somebody has hurt you to the quick, to the core of your inner being. And so what I'm trying to tell you is that if you have an effect on your inner being, it will ultimately affect your outer being. And so what he's trying to tell you here is that, listen, we need to strengthen your inner being. We, we need to get to the core of who you are. <coughs> we need to define the purpose of your life. We need to get Christ inside of you such that it has an effect on your outward self so that no matter what happens to you on the outside, it has no effect on what's going on on the inside. <coughs> Folk can leave you and abandon you, but yet and still on your inner being, you say, I'm still all right. You, 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 you don't worry about folk around you. You don't worry about the physical atmosphere or the events that take place around you because your inner man is at peace with God. When you got the love of God, folk can talk about you all they want to, but it still has no effect and has no power. Now watch this one, because now folk can speak stuff on you if your inner being is caught up with Christ. If they speak some foul stuff that you ain't trying to receive, if they speak some stuff on you that you're not trying to have in your life, you can rebuke that from your inner being, and your inner being says, Though you speak this, it has no effect on me because I know where I stand in Christ. Listen, listen I got to let y'all alone. I got to, he says, he says, get your inner man together. He says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. He says that you may be rooted and grounded in love. That you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width. Hallelujah. How far, how wide that you may be able to comprehend the width as far as the east is from the west. Huh? He, said, he said, listen, stretch it on out. The length, he says, I, I want you to understand how far can you go with God? How far can you go with, with the grace of God? How far? He said, I need you to understand the depth. How, how deep can you get with God? How then God can go to the depths of the world. He says, how high can you get? To know the love, hallelujah, of Christ. When you get into a place where you know that your foundation is built upon the love of Christ. When you know the love that God 
has given to you because he died for you. When you know that he will not leave you nor forsake you. He says, a love which passes all knowledge. Yes, folk looking at you funny. They looking at you crazy. They can't understand why you all happy. Because God loves me. Tell somebody, because Jesus loved me. I know he loves you too, but I'm his favorite. And I want you to understand that God, God has a fondness for you like none other. But I do want you to know that we have a special relationship because I'm special. You, you need to understand that it took a special kind of God to get in all of my specialness. It took a special kind of God to come and deal with me in the way that I was. It, he, God had some folk that had to deal with me before, but they weren't good enough. Moses couldn't do it. The prophets couldn't do it. No, no, the apostles couldn't. But when Jesus came along, he did something in my life that nobody else could do. He turned my life around. He blessed my soul. He delivered me and made me whole. That Jesus shed his blood for me. I want you to understand the mystery is that yes, I was hung out, wrung out, and run out, but yes, Yet God came and found me. That God came and lifted me. God came and touched me. God came and fed me. That God came and built me back up again. When I was torn down, he put the pieces back together again. And now in my heart, to have the love of Christ, to have the love of God, I understand now how no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He begins to close this prayer. He says that you may be filled, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Come on, somebody, just speak it on right. I'm praying that you be filled with the fullness of God. I, I want you running over with God. I, I want God just bubbling up and oozing all out of you because you, if you are filled with the fullness of God. You can't contain what God is. You can't hold what God is. And so therefore, you're going to have to be transformed into your spiritual being to be able to comprehend the favor and goodness of God. Paul, in this intercessory prayer for the Ephesians, in this intercessory prayer, he says, you need to understand something. I give him the glory. I give him the praise. And he says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly. He basically tells them, get ready for the craziest ride that you'll ever be on. When you start believing God, when you start trusting God, then impossibilities open up where there were none before. When you start to say, listen, you know what? I, I, I believe God going to work that out. I, I believe that I cannot be stopped. I, I believe that I'm going to be raised up. I, I believe that God has anointed me for this. I, I believe that. And even, watch this, it, it, even when it, it, something that you're doing don't work out, you say, well, thank God I found out that that don't work. 
so I'm going to work it over here. You see, was, I, there's a few folk that understand how it works. It says I can keep on moving. In fact, I found out I got some skill in this area, and I found out that the folk over here not receiving this, all right, let me just step on the other side of the room and work my miracles over here because I found out that I got faith. I found out that I got favor. I found out that I got a gift. I found out that I got glory. I found out that can't nobody stop me. So no matter what it is, as long as I'm in the fullness of God, God is going to work that thing out. All I got to do is just be available. All I got to do is allow God to use me. All I got to do is keep on praising him. All I got to do is move self out of the way and let God have his own way and when God have his way infinite possibilities open up he says I, I want you to know that God can do exceedingly and abundantly help your neighbor out real quick and say look you ain't even thought about what God has in store for you I wish you would just open up your mind. I, I just wish you would allow God to take over for just a couple of minutes to let you understand that he has an anointing for you. I just, I just want you to just, just peek, just, just crack the door open just a little bit because you ain't even thought about what God is working out on your behalf. It's above. Tell somebody, it's above what you can ask or the, you have not even you think you prayed last night you have not began to speak the things that God wants you to talk about you have not began to talk about the things that God wants you to speak into existence because you've been waiting you've been waiting on somebody else you've been waiting on, on trying to get ready no 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 it's not about getting ready it's about being in the warfare right now and telling the devil he's alive it's about telling the devil that listen I'm gonna have this because God promised it I believe it and I receive it it's above what you ask I think it's beyond what you ask and I think God's got so much stuff that you have not even considered that's why you got to go in the intercessory prayer that's why you got to get down on your knees where God can speak spiritual things to you go beyond the physical realm and get into the, the spiritual realm Know that he is doing it. What you can ask or think. He says, according. Now watch it. He says, according to the power. My question is, what, what, what power is working in you? He says, it's above what you ask or think. According to the power that works in us. Well, what is the power that's working in you? What is the power that gets you up every morning? What is the power that keeps you in your right mind? What is the power that gives you the fortitude to stand before men? What gives you the power to witness? What gives you the power to keep on pressing on in spite of what you're going through? It's the power of Jesus Christ. He says, him be the glory. When you intercede, in fact, if you really got into this, you ought to call up your prayer warrior. 
In fact, maybe you ought to ask them, listen, are you, are you still a prayer warrior? I know you used to pray. You know, there's a few folk, you know, you know, yeah, you got to check with folk, you know. Some may be on hiatus, vacation, sabbatical. But, but, but if you got a real prayer warrior, see, this is how you work this thing. That's when you say, listen, this is you and I. Let's get together. I'm going to pray for you. And you pray for me. We're going to intercede on behalf of one another. And we're going to work this thing out where you be blessed. And in and, and, and fact, and, and, and you got to get it right. You got to get it right. Because in the prayer, you can't say we. You can't go, Lord, I, 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 no, no, no. Lord, I want you to bless this person. In the name of Jesus, Lord, remove every obstacle. Lord, remove every bit of doubt. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I want you to raise them up in spirit and in truth. God, in the name of Jesus, I cast out everything that has come against my brother, come against my sister. Lord, in the name of Jesus. And, and when, this is when you get personal. Say, I do recognize by casting it out that that demon got to go somewhere in the name of Jesus. But don't let it come back here. In the name of Jesus, let us pray and touch and agree with one another. In the name of Jesus, let us bind the, the, these things. But whatever's bound on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever's loose in earth is going to be loose in heaven. And so, Lord, I'm going to loose my praise. I'm going to loose it right now in my testimony. I'm going to loose it in the name of Jesus and allow you to come forth, oh God, and bless me abundantly, God. I want to be able to speak those things that I even not have the knowledge of and the wherewithal to talk about but I can speak them right now because right now I don't see it on the horizon but I do know God I don't have to see it in order for it to exist I don't have to see it in order for it to be made manifest I don't have to see it in order because I know God because I know that you are there and you are for me and with me every step of the way yes I'm going to intercede on behalf of my brother and intercede on behalf of my sister because what laying the foundation and God we know that there are some things out there that are going to try and stop us but God we're not focusing on those things we're focusing in on the glory of God we're focusing in on the majesty of God the power of God in fact we don't have time to talk about what the devil is doing I just want to talk about what God can do I want to talk about the infinite possibilities of God I want to talk about his healing power his grace and mercy I want to talk about how how God kept me when I couldn't be kept. I, I want to talk about how God blessed me. He blessed me beyond measure. I want to talk about the goodness and glory and greatness of my God. In the name of Jesus, the door of the church is open. Come on, y'all. Let's go. I, I, I apologize. I...